I'm Emily Badger. I'm a reporter with The New York Times. Since the pandemic, empty office buildings have become much more common in many cities. Why can't we just turn them into housing? It's actually a really complicated question. To answer this question, you have to find a developer trying to turn an office building into apartments, ride a rickety elevator to the 30th floor of a construction site to see the interior guts of a building finds an expert in incandescent light bulbs who can explain to you how they fundamentally change office buildings. And that's just the beginning of what you have to do. When you subscribe to The New York Times, you are sending reporters like me out into the world to ask questions of dozens of different experts, to go and visit places most people don't get to go, to try to come back with answers, and then turn all of that into something that anyone can understand. If you'd like to become a subscriber, head to nytimes.com slash subscribe. You need to see the animated floor plans in this piece. From the New York Times, I'm Michael Barbaro. It's Monday, June 22nd. Here's what you need to know today. The Times reports that over the past week, the number of new daily infections of the coronavirus has hit a record high in 12 states, most in the South, West, and Midwest, but that the death rate is falling dramatically. Overall, fatalities from the virus have dropped 42% over the past two weeks, in part, it is believed, because the virus is infecting younger and healthier Americans. And President Trump has fired the United States Attorney for the Southern District of New York, who has overseen multiple investigations into conduct by the president, the president's lawyers, and the president's allies. The U.S. attorney, Jeffrey Berman, initially rejected a recommendation from the attorney general, Bill Barr, to resign, prompting Barr to announce his resignation and for Berman to publicly deny that he was resigning. Berman eventually agreed to step aside after learning that one of his deputies, would fill his role for the foreseeable future. Finally. And we expect to have, uh, you know, it's like a record-setting crowd. We've never had an empty seat, and we certainly won't in Oklahoma. President Trump held his first campaign rally since the start of the pandemic in Tulsa, Oklahoma on Saturday, but drew a fraction of the crowd that his campaign had promised, around 6,200 people, inside a stadium designed for 19,000. This event has fallen well short of the Trump campaign's own expectations and the expectations of the president himself. This arena, as you can tell behind me, is far from full. This is a very good- The Times reports that Korean pop groups may be at least partially responsible for the low turnout because they encouraged their teenage fans to register for free tickets to the rally and then not show up as an act of protest. That's it for today. I'm Michael Barbaro. See you tomorrow. This podcast is supported by the Freedom From Religion Foundation. I'm Ron Reagan, an unabashed atheist, and I'm alarmed by the intrusions of religion into our secular government. That's why I'm asking you to join the Freedom From Religion Foundation, the nation's largest and most effective organization of atheists and agnostics working to keep state and church separate. 
Phone 1-800-335-4021, 1-800-335-4021, or visit the Freedom From Religion Foundation at ffrf.org. Ron Reagan, lifelong atheist, not afraid of burning in hell.